Today is April the 15th. Is following Jesus hard? Let's find out together as we study John 9 and 10. Now in this section that's unique to John, Jesus has been speaking at the Festival of Booths. And as he was there in chapter 9, he comes on a man who was blind from birth. Now the story is beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. In John chapter 9, the disciples say to Jesus, this man was born blind. Operating from a theology that believes that God punishes sin, then tell us, was this man foreknown to be so sinful that his punishment had to start even before that sin took place on the day that he was born? Or was it this man's parents who were so sinful that not only they bore the punishment for their sins, their son was also the recipient of punishment. He's born blind. Jesus said, no, that's not what's going on here. This man was born blind to show God's glory. Now he took the man. It was a Sabbath day. He spat on the ground. He picked up the dirt, the wet dirt, molded it a little bit, and then he rubbed it on the man's eyes. And he said, your face is dirty, go wash. The man went to the pool of Siloam and he washed. And when the dirt, when the mud fell from his eyes, he could see. They took him to the religious leaders to be declared um, uh, healed. And the religious leaders, including the Pharisees, said, tell us the story he did. And it starts a scandal. Because you see, Jesus, on the Sabbath, spat on the ground, picked up dirt and spittle, and kneaded it into mud. The Pharisees said, that's work. This man worked on the Sabbath. We're not to work on the Sabbath. They actually had a list of 39 activities that were illegal to do on the Sabbath. One of those was kneading dirt to make brick. They said Jesus is guilty of violating the law. They said to the blind man, tell us about him. Well, the blind man, now that he is in court, and now that he knows what's up, he says, I've already told you. I won't say it again. I won't say it in court when Jesus could be convicted. They said, well, this isn't really the blind man. <laughs> this is somebody that looks like him. They called the man's parents. The man's parents said, oh no, this is our son. He was born blind. Pharisees said, 
how can he see? They said, we don't know. We weren't there. But John adds that they said that because they knew the Pharisees had decided to excommunicate anyone who supported Jesus. So they went back to the blind man. They said again, uh, give glory to God. That is like saying, do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? That was the opening statement of a legally binding testimony in court. They tell the man, tell us what he did. He says, no. <laughs> I've already told you, I won't say it in court. They say to him, well, tell us about the man. Do you think he's from God or do you think he's a sinner? The man says, I think he's from God. And the Pharisees go nuts. They say, how can you say that? He's worked on the Sabbath. We don't know if this man comes from God. The blind man, the formerly blind man said, now that's something. You say you don't know if he comes from God. And yet, this man obviously has God's ear. He healed a man born blind. No one, even in the Old Testament, had ever been healed from being born blind. And at the end of that passage, they excommunicated the man. In verse 34 of chapter 9, they threw him out of the synagogue. Now that is a total excommunication. If it took place in the synagogue, it was also to take place in the temple. What that means is the man is cut off from communion with God. Jesus goes to find him. He finds him. And he says, do you believe in the Son of Man? And the man says, yes, I do. And he follows him. Now, in chapter 10, the debate, the dialogue continues, but now in a different way. Jesus equates himself to the good shepherd, and his followers are sheep. And he says of his sheep that they, in verse 14, I'm the good shepherd, I know my own sheep, and they know me, just as my Father knows me and I know the Father. I sacrifice my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep, not of this sheepfold. I must bring them also. And they'll listen to my voice, and there will be one flock with one shepherd. Now the religious leaders again come to Jesus. They say to him in verse 24, are you the Messiah? If you're the Messiah, tell us plainly. And Jesus says, I have. You just don't want to hear it. You don't want to listen. In verses 26 and 27, you don't believe me because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. We started this devotional with a question. Is following Jesus hard? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. For the blind man, he was cut off from his community. Jesus came to him. 
but he was still excommunicated from the synagogue and from the temple. That was hard. Is following Jesus hard? Well, what Jesus said to the religious leaders was that they were blind, they were deaf. They weren't able to follow him because they had not made the decision to follow him. He, they were not his sheep. Is following Jesus hard? Yeah. It is hard. But once you decide to follow Jesus, things do fall into place. Life begins to make sense in a way that it never had before. The blind man could now see. He's a parable of our own blindness. When we come to Jesus, when we follow Jesus, we can see a new purpose for our life. Find your purpose today. See what Jesus has for you. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you used to listen to it. Share it with your friends. Enjoy this weekend at the church of your choice.